I probably played about a hundred dollars before I hit my first big jackpot, and uh, and it was uh, over a thousand dollars. And I thought four digits. I thought, well, that was pretty good. Um, I'm just going to stop now because I don't want to lose it all. And I'm I'm here. That was the problem. I'm here for three or four more days. I don't want to lose everything. So I had some other things to do the next day. Uh, I have another podcast that we've talked about. So I went and uh, did some scouting and, and then got some stuff for it that was available in Las Vegas. And I went and uh, went to a card shop and some stuff we'll talk about later. So I filled my day with activities, and I thought, well, I'm, I'm probably I'm probably not going to gamble because I'm I'm going to be in trouble if I do. I don't want to lose all this money. Probably not going to gamble. And That's like telling a reseller they're probably not going to go. To probably the not going to go to the thrift store garage sale. So I did have some free play at this other casino. So I'm like, well, let's go over to that place and, and see what's up. So. Uh, we go over there, and I had like it was like about a hundred dollars, and like twenty minutes, it was gone. I didn't have anything, so I'm like, "Ooh, that was that wasn't good." Quick hit. So, uh, friend of the show, Pelican says, "I got was it fifty bucks or something?" I think he said fifty. He said, "I got fifty bucks. Uh, I want you to go put some money on the roulette wheel." Uh, gave me a specific bet. I thought, "Okay, that's fine." He, he sent it over on the Apple Pay. I was currently going out to dinner. I uh, had had uh, my wife, and we had some people that we went down with. And I went and took them. I told anyone that would come, I would buy them a prime rib dinner. Uh, that's nice. So uh, everyone that showed up, I took them over to a to a place. We got a, a big prime rib dinner. I mean, it was it was a it was a thick prime rib, and so we were eating it. And on the way back, I said, "Well, I gotta go make this bet." So Holly was gonna go up to, to bed, and I said, I, "I probably won't be long. Uh, I'm just gonna go make this bet." For Pelican, because I'm not just going to take his money and told, tell him he lost or something, you know. Yeah, cause you got you got to make the bet. You got to make the bet because you can't be that guy. And if he won, I was I was sure he's going to parlay it a couple times over. I wasn't sure, but double it up. I was hoping he'd win, uh, spin the wheel, and, and he lost. So I'm like, well, I'm here, and I played last night. So I checked, and I had a little free play on my on my uh, card from the night before because I don't know how it works, but it had some comp dollars. So I had about twenty bucks. And uh, I have I have a strategy, Adam. You've seen me in casinos before. I, I usually do all right. I have a I have a thing. I, I don't know if it's in my head or what, but I'm, I'm usually able to select a good machine for whatever reason. Maybe I'll do a whole podcast on that someday when when I've got another podcast to do. So I find this machine, and it's the it's the it's uh I, it's, anyways. I thought, well, this will be all right, and so I, I put it in, and I max bet, and the max bet was eight dollars and eighty cents, which is a lot for for a spin. But I hit the bonus, and off of the bonus, uh, the, the the drums start going, and it starts. It gives me the options of like four options, like you get twenty spins at like two times, all the way down to like four or five spins at like ten times or twenty times or something. So I said, "Well, I'm really not out of nothing." I told my wife I'm going to be back up there soon. Uh-huh. I'm just going to take the the less spins for the more bigger chances of the yeah. bonuses. So I pushed that thing and. It spins and it starts blinking. The things start going, and I'm, I'm thinking I'm doing pretty good. And uh, you know, next thing I know, it, it says hand pay. You know, call attendance. So that was the second night, second hand pay. And uh, I'm like, okay, this is doing real good. And this was one that needed my tax information for. So it was up. I mean, there's if you make over, I think it's eleven ninety nine. Twelve hundred dollars. Twelve hundred in a single bet. Yeah. They have to. They have to get your your tax info. So the lady comes up and. Luckily, I'd been through it before, so I had my ID ready, and she needed my social number, and, uh, you know, she was like, well, what happened here? Was this, you know, she's kind of asking me. Um, I won. Yeah, was this the major jackpot, or was this that, that or the other? And so I told her, no, I just hit a bonus round, and uh, it went pretty well for me. So they come over, and they hand me a fistful of bills, and I'm taking pictures, and I'm pretty excited about things. 
And so I'm, I'm, I'm getting ready to go. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, I'm up two days in a row. That's pretty good. And, and I'm, I'm leaving, and uh, a machine catches my eye on the way out. Ooh, it's calling your name. And it said, the, if you're ever at the Silverton, uh, I, I'll, I'll hook you up. And uh, I might play a little craps in between there. I don't remember if that was that day or another day. Because it's all kind of blurry. It all blends together. And the graphs was okay, but nothing worth talking about on this podcast about. And so it was one of these machines that has, like, the corners that come around. It's almost like you're sitting in a car with side windows going. And uh, I thought, well, I got some money here, so put in a couple hundred bucks, and we'll see what happens. You know, when I have in my head, if I get down to a certain level, I'm cutting out. But you have to let them know that you're there to be serious. You can't just put in $10 and expect them to... Uh, it's a whole system. Take out 25 Yeah, pounds. so I put in my players club. I'm like, if nothing else, I'll burn, burn a, little, a little credit on there. And uh, I hit it, and, man, it just kept it kept rolling, kept rolling. And uh, I was probably at that machine for, uh, what, two, three hours. And there was two or three, maybe three or four times where they had to come and just pay out because it just kept going over the... Refill the machine. Refill the machine. Here's the threshold of how much money. They had to come verify that I wasn't cheating. Uh, by then, last time, the guy's like, you know, oh, Derek, you're doing quite good tonight or whatever. And uh, I don't know. I think they triggered something at that point because I played for a little more and it was done. So I went home, uh, went back up to the apartment, and I figured out how much money I can actually hold in my wallet, which is a good thing to know. Uh, luckily, I was wearing my good Snap Pearl shirt, so I had some pockets where I could stuff some bills in my, my top pocket. But, uh, man, you can get kind of paranoid. <laughs> Uh, you know, you have all that money and you kind of start looking around to see who's been watching or if anyone's been watching. And when you're walking back across, because our hotel was kind of across a, a parking lot, we weren't in the casino. We were like a, another property they had across. So I'm walking across there hoping I'm not going to get jumped and, um, you know, get on the elevator and make sure I'm the only guy on the elevator. But uh, then then I hid my money. I'm not going to say where I hid it, but I came up with a good system of, of uh, you know, keeping keeping my money and. Uh, get it back, get it to the bank. So, anyways, that's that's how that all went down. And uh, I was hoping we'd have a Wendover trip coming up now, because man, sometimes when you're when you're hot, you're hot. And in the meantime of that, uh, I was finding things to sell. Like I say, we were we were doing the SummerSlam thing, and uh, came home, got a bunch of cards, and started selling stuff. So, I'm just I'm just trying to calculate something right here. So, um, this is a podcast about reselling stuff. Like he says, we try and make a what we do fun and exciting, and I know you hit up some card stores. You kind of double dipped, triple dipped with your wrestling knowledge. Um, wrestling is kind of a unique thing. Like so, we've we've talked about this quite a bit over over the years. We've been doing this. Um, we're all about trying to find not a niche, but something that excites you. Yeah, something you know a little bit about, something that gives you the the, the edge, something yeah. that gives you the ability to you're excited to do and find. I mean, we've been. We've been, uh, you know, spreading our wings, getting into things that we, you know, didn't necessarily think a lot with uh, s- tickets, concert tickets, um, T-shirts. Derek sold, um, you know, canning goods, clothes. I was say, don't, don't get me wrong. I don't sell anything that I can make some money on. Yeah. It's just a lot more pleasurable if you're going to sit there for hours and list and sell and, and, and package things. If it's something, one, you know a little bit about, yeah. it gives you that little advantage, and two, it, it's just kind of... It's, it's a funner process. Yeah, I mean, you know. Shirts, you know, it's all about kind of, once you get good at something. Don't get me wrong, I'm a ball canning man now. Yes, but you are. I wasn't last year. I knew nothing about canning lids or, or anything like that, which are still bolo. They are bolos. Um, getting yourself a chance to kind of make more money. And it's, 
That's why I love kind of these different groups. People will bring up items. We've been talking about it for a while. Video games, sealed video games, even sealed cassette tapes are kind of coming back. And, and yeah, there's a lot weird. of opportunity to make money on, on vintage stuff. Yeah, I mean, uh, especially if it's sealed, uh, VHS tapes. Uh, if you get certain movies, I mean, I think it's going to be something where I think the VHS tape might be more of a fad. Uh, I don't know. I'd be careful about I'm, I'm just me personally. Whoa, going to knock some things around there. Me personally, I'd be a little little cautious about that. I looked into gradients of VHS. It's a little spendy. I know you'd say the same thing about cards, but the track record's not really there. Um, it is a good, cool collectible, and if it's the right first edition of like an ET or you know some some movie that's super popular, uh, maybe maybe go that way. But tread with caution. But I think the more uh, I guess place to be on that kind of thing is being the guy that sells it. So if you go. Um, to somebody's yard sale and you see a bunch of VHS tapes that, that are sealed, uh, I'd rather just buy those and sell them, as we call it in the card, card roll, sell them raw. If they're sealed, you know, you could probably get a little more uh, money out of it. And, and grading's pretty tough on some of this stuff. So especially if you don't know a whole lot about it, if you're not a uh, movie file, uh, I forget what they call themselves, Wadi's one, I can't, it's like a... Movie guy. Yeah, movie movie person. I'd say something, but it sounds like a dirty old man or something like an audiophile or something, you know, but it's like for movies. Anyway, uh, but there's, there's certain things out there that uh, you can have an advantage of. If you know a little bit and you do some research, if you know enough, get, get some VHSs graded. I'm not saying uh, 100% be against it, but uh, go slow and tread slowly. But uh, video games, uh, for whatever reason, have a, have a really big market and there's a big upside. CSG just uh, hired a guy. Uh, they do a lot of grading cards, comic books, um, coins, all that. They got one of the big guys from one of the other companies that's the expert, so they're going to start rolling theirs out. Uh, the I think it's WADA was just bought by PSA, and they're going to be a big. Uh, they're like the big dog in it right now. So if you have video games that are that are sealed, uh, obviously conditions everything. I'm even thinking some of the older games or something if they're in good condition. Uh, not sealed eventually is going to become a thing. You know, if the cartridge is nice, it won't be as much as if it was sealed. But, yeah, that's something to look into, especially if you grew up uh, in the 80s and 90s. I mean, like Donkey Kong and some of these, you know, movies. They, they have movies. They have documentaries about some of these games. Uh, Frogger, you know, the George Costanza. Uh, Frogger high score on Seinfeld. There's some things that are already in the pop culture a little bit. So it, it's hard to find these things, uh, but if you find them, and they're, you know, in good condition, or especially if they're sealed in the box. Uh, there's ways to look to make sure that it's the original seal. Uh, people can tell if it's been resealed. There's a whole sub everything on it. So uh, do your research. But if that's something that excites you, if that's something that you know a little bit about, uh, don't don't hesitate. If, if I didn't get into, I mean, I kind of stumbled into wrestling cards. I've told the story a million times. But it was something that if I was like, well, I don't know about grading cards or, or whatever, I'd have lost out on thousands of dollars at this point. So it, it's something where I said, okay, I don't know a lot about wrestling cards, but I know a little bit about sports cards, and I know grading gets you there. I can learn the grading portion, and I know enough about the wrestling that I can figure that part out. And, and right now, that's that's one of my primary incomes, and I sold a, a wrestling card yesterday for $700. So, um, you know, there, there's opportunities, and that's, that's a pro wrestling card, people. So... Uh, think about that. It's a pretty. I mean, there's there's a big crowd, but it's a very specified niche, niche yeah. thing. Um, you know, it's not as oversaturated as some of the other cards. We talk about that a lot, uh, but 
Um, don't let that don't let that stop you. I went to the card shop down in Vegas, and uh, man, I'm glad we got Phil. That's all I'm going to say about that. It was uh, pretty pretty steep prices. Uh, big wrestling event in town. They didn't have any wrestling cards, and you know, wow. so I, I showed myself to the door. So all I know is is like I said, your timing is everything. Timing is everything with reselling. Timing's really everything in life. Let's be honest. I mean, there's a lot of uh, things that. You know, you can be doing something right at the right time, and, and, you know, it might not fit, you know, what's supposed to be happening. You might be hot on a product, uh, you know. You might have been the guy who says, hey, you know what, fidget spinners, they're going to blast off. And, and then they come back with arsenic or whatever they came back with from China, and the whole, everything got Well, and things, things have, uh, I mean, there's, there's windows, right? There's some things that are more ever evergreen, as we call it. I mean... Yeah. If you're going to be a used car salesman, there's always going to be cars. There's always going to be demand. If you're selling fidget spinners, you can make... There's fidget spinner millionaires out there. Yes, there are. Uh, but there's also people that have cases in their garage still because the fad died. You know, it's kind of the same with Pogs. Yep. Uh, there's, I mean, people are saying cars could be that way. I don't know. I think long-term, we're still good. We talked about this. Like, so we try to... Well, this is a number of shows. Like I said, I'm an accountant. That's what I do day-to-day. And I'll be telling you what, man, I'm, I'm kind of getting burned out. It's, it's extension time. And uh, these business returns have to be done by September 15th. Usually company and peoples that extend, you know, not all of them, but I'd say 70% of them, man, they're train wrecks. They got issues. This is issue time of the year. You know, there's uh, extenuating circumstances and, and family issues and divorces and, you know, just so many things that happen. Like I said, not all of them, you know, a chunk of them, but usually there's a reason that you haven't had documents prepared. So kind of burned out. I've got 12 big returns I've got to get done. There's my list. It's staring me in the eye. Got to get that done. And uh, we're taking trip number two. We're, we're heading to Florida here. To Going to Florida. Heading down to Florida. Heading down to the uh, the, the ocean. Um, and uh, going to go to a Florida-Alabama game. So we're kind of getting well, excited. There you go. Are you going to be rolling the tide or are you going to be a gator chomper? You know what? Just like everybody gives me a hard time, I sit right in the middle. I mean, you just sit right in the middle and enjoy the show. There's no one more Switzerland than Adam Beasley at college football time. I, I, that That is uh, that's true. That, that is, that's a true statement. At least you own it. I mean, we give you a hard time. And uh, it's because it's we like you. If we didn't, we just do it behind you. I've had discussions. Like, I'm hoping to be able to get the uh, stars to line up, and uh, I want to go to Philadelphia. Philadelphia is playing Tom Brady on a Thursday night. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm like, there. I'm, I'm, I'm cheap when I can be. I want to see Tom Brady, but I don't want to spend $500 per ticket to go to, you know, a home game. I'm fine with seeing him in Philadelphia, and if tickets there are only $80, like, I'm all down with that. You better be careful in Philadelphia. I know you're kind of a Tommy guy, so I don't want you. So this is what I'm saying. I, this is where I need you to be a little more neutral. No, this is what I'm saying. I'm not going to wear my Tampa Bay shirt there. Just not going to do it. Like, just. I mean, you got kids in the family. I mean, I'll wear it, but I'll wear it underneath. I, I have, I don't have any Philadelphia Eagles. I'm not, you know, I'm not really loyal to any team. I don't you're have Nick, Nick Foles guy, if I remember. I, I got a guy. But I've got a Pierce City Eagles sweatshirt that is a, a place that I lived in during my ecclesiastical two-year period. Shout out to Pierce City. Pierce City, Missouri. I mean, I, I don't know, population hey, I'm 600. I'm going, next month, I'm going, going out to Missouri. Going, going back yeah, to I'm the... Yeah, take a little trip myself. Uh, going out to the, the promised land. Um, 
And anyway, I've got I've got that, and it's an eagle. I'm thinking I might sport that shirt just to make sure that I don't get beat up on the train. I mean, these people, uh, they boot Santa. But when and if, I mean, I will have my Tampa Bay underneath, and if there's an ex- an opportunity to see Tommy, you bet that sweatshirt's coming off. Well, we need to have Waddy back on the show. Waddy has a pretty good story about going to the Seattle uh, Sonics game. In his, uh, they were playing the Utah Jazz. He's from Utah, and he was bound and determined he was going to be a Sonics fan. So he bought all the gear because he lived in Seattle, and it was back when I believe Malone Stockton. I know Jerry was still coaching, and he, he said uh, he tell it better. I don't even know if he made it to halftime before he was full out just cheering for the Jazz <laughs> in his Sonics gear, getting all sorts of looks. So oh, well, we we have been known to uh, Trojan horse before. <laughs> there may or may not have been a college game day that uh, kind of became heated. And I'm going to say it, I mean, Derek bowed out. He he uh, he gave up the ghost and said, I can't handle this, I'm going home. And I had to tout the, uh, what? the banners by myself. When, when was this? Oh, you, you've forgotten. I went. I bowed out and went home. Yes, you left early. Did I go early? Well, you, you, you left early. I, w- I was treated so well and kindly. We, we just had to stay the night for college games. I almost got arrested. Oh, I know. I, then I went and yelled at a cop and made him give us back up my sign that he stole, and I, I'll, I, that was a different night. Okay, I don't no, remember going home early. Was, you left early. I was there by myself. And uh, anyways, long story short, we may or may not have been at the home stadium with uh, the opposing team's um, um, colors and signs, and we may have had some signs confiscated. That's the best part is this is like really pre um, social media, so. I don't know. It was a good time. We've had some good stuff. I still, that's still one of my biggest gripes. Well, not my biggest gripes. That's one of the reasons I hate that place so much is the way I was treated on that day. I probably went home because they probably threatened to kill me or something. Oh, there was no They were getting ready to lynch us and <laughs> kick us out. I got kicked out a couple times. We camped overnight. We did. So I didn't sleep. Trojan horse. And then uh, then they, they kicked us out. They tried to steal our signs. They did steal and our signs. We, we went in and almost got arrested and... Apparently, you can't have polygamous jokes show up on national TV. Well, if the, it's the truth. You got, I mean, the truth hurts sometimes. And you went to school with some of these uh, said good folks. <laughs> I had nothing. It was, a good, it was great. Maybe we'll put, it, we'll put it up on Facebook. Let's put those signs up on Facebook for the listeners that care. I still have some here. In, in I know office. you do. We, we kept those signs. We big, put a lot of hard work into those. Big college game big. I, that's, I am so excited. One week from today, I will be in the stands up at the Rice Eccles, getting excited to cheer on. Are you selling some cards before? I'm still kind of debating. I'm trying to figure out where I want to go with my big hitters because I I don't know if it's like hit it at this game because, you know, there isn't – it's it's a Thursday night game. It isn't kind of really getting there, or do I kind of – get it to the next home game. I, I still don't know. I, I'm not quite sure yet. I've had a few of, of my youth cards returned. I got some good stuff. Um, I don't know. It, it is a good time of year. Uh, the summer, it's really, no. really hot. Great time of year. It's a great Best uh, time of year. It's a great time to be there. D-Roy ever. That's uh, all I know. If, if I was doing any better, my name would be D-Roy. So. Uh, well, I'm doing better than I deserve, that's for sure. Well, it's, that's been the fir- I mean, great first time. I mean, you've been crushing it. This is like, we've had so much fun. That's the idea of this podcast. Get involved in something. Try something you have. Start gambling. <laughs> yes. Good financial advice from, from me and the, and the accountant. You should go out and just start gambling. That's right. Start, start gambling. I mean, that's what reselling is. It's just a big gamble. That's what life is, right? Yeah, so, life is a, is a big gamble. And it's the same thing with gambling. Uh, don't, don't buy more to resell than you can afford. 
and know when to cash out, take your losses, know when to take a deal. I mean, you got to know when to hold them, know when to fold them, am I right? That's what my buddy Kenny told me. So, D-Roy, thanks for that. We will come back on the second half. Well, Derek, if you're listening to this podcast, news to you, you're going to have to file your taxes. Mm, I don't like filing my taxes. Well, you know what? You're going to have to do it every year for the rest of your life, no matter what. And when you're reselling, there's always some unique and, and challenges, whether it's your first, second, you know, fifth year. If you're making a lot of money, you might want to become an S-Corporations. And those are one of the things that we can help you with here at Adam Up Accounting because we know our taxes for resellers. Well, how do I get a hold of somebody at Adam Up Accounting? You can go to our website, adamupaccounting.com. We've got a little comment section on there. You can send us a message. Um, it's got our phone number on there. Shoot us an email. Hit us on social media. We'd love to help you out, see if you can uh, answer some questions about reselling. Because we know it's confusing, and like I said, it's just one of those things you have to do, because if you don't, you're going to be in trouble. All right, D-Roy, let's get down to some business. That first part... Brass tags. You were just uh, derailing me right, left, right, and left to start off the show. Right, left, right, left, up, down, up, down, select a start. You got infinity lives, my friend. Thank you can't you. die in contract. Thirty. But Speaking, that's what get that graded. Go yeah. find you a good contract. I, I should find have it right there on the shelf. I, I do need some. I'm getting some swag in here. I feel like I'm kind of getting my office together. I get lots of good uh, feedback. Um, working on a few things. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> an Iron Man medal over there from last time. I do got me an Iron Man medal. I will tell you something. Uh, not not right now. Working on working on a big flip right now. Okay. Big flip. I'm going to go over off the air. Um, kind of, you know, I, I dabble in a few things. So, um, D-Roy, we're getting down to some business. We're talking eBay. We're talking online sales. You've been uh, doing well with your cards. I've been selling some different cards. Um, what did I sell? Oh, I, this goes into a good uh, discussion. I had somebody send me an offer, okay? It was an offer for uh, Miles Bridges PSA 8 card. Um, and it was a numbered card, so it was a pretty cool card. You it's know, still limited. It's not just, you know, and I added up for like $140, okay? You know, said, there are none out there. They said, it's my card. But again, it's kind of a unique thing. And the guy sent me a message saying, hey, will you come down to 100 And I'm like, no, I'm not going to, you know, is it, what's the lowest you'll go? I'm like, the lowest it's listed. You know, you kind of play <laughs> the that. The highest you will pay. Yeah. That's always my favorite. It's kind of one of those things that I told him, I'm like, hey, I have a sale going on in my store right now. If you buy it, it'll be 25% off. And uh, he's like, well, I tried it and it didn't work. I'm like, well, did you go all the way through? And this is all back and forth, and I don't really like wasting my time on it. So anyways, the guy um, I eventually ended up buying it. I took it down 15 bucks, and he was able to buy it, and I still sold the car for That's great. dollars $125. Um, and I pulled it out of a pack from Phil's. I might have paid $10 for the pack. Back in the good days of grading, I might have paid 12 bucks. the fees. I, I got a honey in my pocket for no reason. Well, so, there's reason, but yeah. For, yeah, for, like I said, it, it, just, it, uh, it, it fuels the fire. It helps get me going. And then, I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's a good card, but it's nothing that you're going to lose sleep over. No, or, it's, yeah. it's, it's just there. But I will... I've seen a lot of people that are upset that they got rid of PayPal. I like it. I mean, I, I've got this bank account. Like, every time I have a sale, it automatically transfers over. And I mean, if you can't wait a couple of days. And, yeah. and from what they're talking about over at the eBay Open event, they're going to try to speed it up to where it will be a daily, a true daily. But if you can't wait, because 
the reason with PayPal, somebody paid it, it was instant. Yeah. But the problem was when somebody wanted to return or there was always complications. PayPal was taking a chunk. Uh, you're paying less fee, or at least you were. I haven't looked currently. Maybe eBay's up the fees a little bit. Uh, but, yeah, you, you're waiting a couple days to get a payout. It will come down to be truly a day. But it's, it's less. And, and the other thing with the returns is, uh, you know, so eBay, you either offer a return or you don't. You can set the parameters of 30-day, 60-day. I'll pay the return. They'll pay for the return. With uh, PayPal, I believe it was 180 days uh, that it was open. So if they missed the eBay return and decide they wanted to return it or whatever, yeah. you were still vulnerable for that money for an extra, I think it was 180 business days. Yeah, it was a long time. And this and, is kind you of... You know, and during an NBA season, you sell a card, a uh, guy goes out and tears an ACL three months later, and they're trying to return the card for 100 bucks. You know, it's just... I, I'm not missing it. They, people can still pay with PayPal if they want. Yeah. And if you really want to sell on PayPal, with PayPal, there's a True Gather and there's Macari and there's uh, what? What's the other ones? I'm trying to think, but Bonanza, Bonanza. Yeah, Bonanza. And if you haven't done that, I guess it's a good time to remind people. Uh, one, get your third quarter things for your store. If you have your store, go and get your uh, stuff and start getting ready for the shipping, fourth quarter. Shipping, shipping supplies with your coupon code. And if you haven't synced over uh, to Bonanza and True Gather, you can do that for free. Uh, you just have to go and log in, and they'll transfer your whole store for you. So it, it's just more opportunity for yourself to get sold. And, and like I said, and I will say this: like you said, you know, we hear there's everything sold online. Like said, everything is now. There are some limitations as far as you, you can and cannot say certain words like Velcro. You have to say hook and ladder or hook and loop. Hook and loops. What? What? There's there's restrictions, but the internet selling online it's not going away. And, and you can be upset with whatever fees you're paying. and exit. They open it up to the biggest marketplace in the world. Well, uh, let's say I want to go down to my local Walmart store and I want to set up a booth in that Walmart. How much are they going to charge me to sell cards out of a booth in the Pace in Utah Walmart? Quite a bit. More, if, they, if they even let even you. Even if they, which they wouldn't. Yeah. But, I mean, they're going to charge you more than the 10% eBay is taken. Exactly. And, you know, you're going to be sitting there and how many cards am I going to sell at the Pace in Utah Walmart uh, for the prices I'm asking them? Not as much as I'm going to sell to the world on eBay. Yeah, and that's what you have to understand is, is it is his marketplace. But I just want to say the numbers don't lie. Like this is we're in the, the card market. Um, this year alone through Q2, which was June 30th, $2 billion. That's B, B, B billion. Lots of, that's a triple comma. Um, that's more than everything that was sold in COVID year 2020. So you hear these things, oh, it's a slowdown, or it's this, it's that. You just got to figure out how to adapt to what's going on. I'll be honest, one of mine, and I still haven't completely fixed it, um, they continually change the item specifics. I've still got 40 things that I have to go in and say, yes, it's graded, and yes, it's a PSA card. I, I, still, I, got I still have hundreds. Yeah, and, and the problem is, is, I don't know. Does that does that pull them off your store? Does it make uh, dormant? Like, I, I don't know 100%. Originally, they said that people wouldn't be able to find it, so basically items weren't for sale. I sold something yesterday or the day before that I was pretty sure I had updated. And so it either makes it extremely difficult for people to find or they can't find it. Uh, I would just assume and go with they can't because that will motivate you. Yeah, and that's what you, you've got to get going. And, and I don't know. It, it sucks, but... You know, it's just like listing cards, and I and I try to do it. The long, the long run, they're doing it for your benefit. The yeah. long run, it's going to make you more uh, searchable, more 
Google, Google, I can't talk today. This is going to be fun. Uh, Yeah, you're more easily found on Google, and it'll save some people. So a lot of the things is people will just go, I mean, if you're looking for something, you're going to look for free shipping, you're going to look, if it's PSA, it's going to help them narrow down what they're looking for. If you have that thing, you don't want your card showing up that says great and have, you know, 20 other companies that some guys do have his basement and they can't find yours because it's so flooded. If it's PSA 10, you want it to be a real PSA 10 so they can find your actual card, and you can get the prices you want. Okay. You want people sifting through hundreds of cards to try to find the one they're looking for, have a bad experience, not buy your card, and, you know, that's what and, they're doing. And I'll be honest, the nice part is, is if you have something listed wrong, the uh, the trolls will tell you that you haven't listed Oh, yeah. They're not scared. I had a, tr- a, a very nice person. I had a card list. I don't even remember what it is. I can look it up, but it's it's irrelevant. Um, I, on my heading, it said PSA 10, but if you went down and saw the picture, it was only a 9. And usually what I'll do is I'll go in and I'll copy and paste and list something similar. But the problem was is the card, the number on the back you know, the, of, the, of the set was number 10. So it was a number 10 card, so PSA 10, but down in the other description it said 9. And I got a, a strongly worded message it's just saying, auto-populated wrong. stop trying to rip people off by this. I'm like, hey man, I appreciate you letting me know. Thank you. Are you interested in the card? No comment after that. So that's, that's <laughs> nice. I appreciate that. I had a guy, well, I, I might have to say my uh, my customer service for another day. I do got one. I want to say I got Bolo. I want to share too. Well, I had a guy the other day, it was the same thing. I had some of those King Griffey Super Nintendo cards. Yes. And it was a PSA 6, and I was asking like 40 bucks or whatever for it, and the population's pretty low. It might have been an 8, but anyways... Uh, and I have a lot of them. I have some 9s and 10s. And I'm like the only guy with them. I need to get one of those. Uh, so this guy's like, well, it's not worth that. Blah, 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 blah. It's only worth whatever. And I said, well, I'm the only one with it. Do you want to buy it or not? And he said, well, not with that attitude. <laughs> he after, he, after he's the one that breached it and was kind of chippy with me or whatever, that he's not going to buy it because I gave him some, uh, some uh, not attitude, but I'm just like, I'm the only one with it. Like, if I want to charge a billion dollars, I can ask it. There's there's no other. You can go buy it. You can try to submit it to PSA. Right now, you're going to be paying hundreds of dollars if you're going to try to do that. Minimum 200 And, you know, maybe maybe it's not worth whatever, 80 or $40 I was asking, but but give me an offer or say something with it. So, yeah, um, you know, that, that's where we're at. So, uh, can I get my bolo real fast? And then Yeah, give me your bolo. Um, I'm cruising the internet. Adam, are you familiar with a film called Jingle All the Way? Isn't that your boy, Arnold Schwarzenegger? You are you familiar with the Turbo Man doll? I don't know the. T- I just know Arnold was in it. So there was a movie in the '90s called Jingle All the Way. Had Arnold in it. The Dominator. Had, had uh, Sinbad. Oh yeah, Sinbad. I Sinbad was that. in it, and the whole premise of the show was this Black Friday, and they're after it was. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I remember the story. They're after the Turbo Man action figure, and uh, anyway. Funko has made a Turbo Man uh, action figure. It's exclusive to Walmart. It's it's a, like the real size. It's not like a, a pop. And I was looking the other day. Uh, they're going already for a pretty good sum. I don't know what they cost, uh, but the Walmarts that I've had been looking into, and by the time this airs, uh, we're probably a week or two ahead, so I'll have a little head start. But I'm thinking if you can find that, that is going to be a, a bolo. They're going for anywhere from like sixty to eighty dollars, from what I'm seeing right now. Yeah. Uh, if you go over to Walmart, there's there's not a whole lot of things on the shelf like me and I have talked about before. So 
Uh, that might be in the hot Christmas, uh, it might be a hot Christmas item. I'm thinking it's going to be more of one of those uh, white elephant types or what you get the guy that has everything, you know, that grew up in the 90s, give it to your dad. And I think if you watched the night before, you watched that Turbo Man show or whatever, you watched the jingle all the way, and then you just put it as a gag gift underneath the tree for whoever to get. I think it's kind of one of those type things, but it's also pretty exclusive, and they're going for some big bucks. So uh, for the Death Pile and Taxes listeners that have made it this far, listen this far in the program, that's, that's my bolo, that's your reward. Uh, always check your comps and, and look and see what's selling because they could get a boatload of shipments in. But as of right now, it's looking like that might be the, the thing to be after this holiday season, Adam. And if for any reason you do have the vintage 1996 one, apparently that the original is worth a whole lot more than the reproduction one. So. Which, again, if you're at yard sales or uh, flea markets or th- you know thrift stores, who knows where that might show up. How much is that one going for? Well, that one's on bid right now. and It's already got three bids, and that's at $182 right now. So maybe that's a, uh, I don't know, maybe it's one of those... Um, Kind of cult classics. I don't know. I, I don't remember being a real popular show at the time, but I've went back and watched it a couple times. There's, there's, there's a lot of things, and you can tell it's on the uh, the vintage one because on the back it's 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 serial numbered, which I didn't know. That's, it's always important when you're looking at different items to find out. Don't just think that's what it is. Take some time, do some homework, find out what it is. Don't just go out. So, so that's not even in the box that they're selling that one for. Well, this one's in the box. This oh, is this is the box. one that's a serial number. This is the original one from 1996. So they said there are certain things that make items worth a lot, lot more. He had a sidekick. I can't remember his name. It was a Cybertooth Tiger. But uh, I'm guessing they're not selling him. No. I mean, it's like Trigger or whatever. <laughs> trigger. That, that was Gumby. Right? Sure. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was Pokey. That's a Pokey. The Pokemons, right? The Pokeball. Oh, speaking of Pokemons, okay. I have one more, one more to tell you. One more. So Pokemon. when you go around the Walmart and uh, you're looking for cards and that kind of thing, that they're they're uh, sometimes they hide the uh, Pokemon cards. I don't know if it's people that work there or whatever, but I, I found them in toy sections. I found them and not not where the cards are usually kept. So. If you're doing a little shopping and you're walking around, always keep an eye open. Maybe look behind a few things. I found a few uh, pretty good boxes of these Pokemon cards that uh, were, were uh, I'd say they were hidden. They were, so They were well uh, Keep your eyes watched. open. If you go over, the shelves are still pretty bare. I'm, I'm thinking there's going to be uh, not a lean Christmas, but I don't think it's going to be. The shelves are not going to be stocked as full. I think people are going to start buying here sooner than later. So it's, it's a good time to get your stuff listed. And uh, fill your wagon because the store's wagon's looking a little empty. So basically what Derek's saying is instead of getting your children several gifts that don't really, like, they're, they're, they add up, they're 20 30 $40 here and there, and, you know, you have several of them, you know, 5 8 12 just go to the Death Piles and Taxes um, eBay store and, and buy a real nice, I don't know, a Bill Goldborg uh, trade uh Card, PSA card. That's Are you well, going to have it by then? I sure hope so. I'd, I'd go ahead. I'd go to a proven winner and go over to uh, the Giant Lingo store. And if you want to spend 20 40 50 bucks at a time, I don't care. Yeah. But just come buy from me, and uh, you'll have it in, in time for Christmas. I'm real excited because that Bill Goldberg, I can't even see his He name. lost the other guy. He was at the big show down at the SummerSlam. But the people weren't too happy with him. I've got an original um, lineman card when he played at the University of Georgia that you put me on. Uh, right now, the other one is listed at 5G's, so 
I did get an offer from the seller. He said if I wanted to buy it at forty three hundred dollars, I could. That's kind of him. I, I didn't. I didn't. An instant seven hundred dollar drop. That, yeah, it was it? Was it? And that'd be a good comp for mine. And then I'd feel like I'm at PWCC. And you own them all. Yeah. Just, you you know, just shell bid yourself. Shell bid myself out, but I'd have to pay it out. But no, like I said, get ready. Christmas is coming. I know it. You know it doesn't feel like it. It's a couple months out. Enjoy uh, college football season. Fall season, whatever you uh, you you like to uh, gallivant around this time. Get your uh, apple spice or Ap- apple cider. Get ready for those the leave changing. The, the, the weather's are changing, which means it's just another opportunity, another season to make some money, right, Deroy? That's right. And uh, Adam, there there are two things in life that are for certain. That would be the death piles and taxes. <laughs> Be right in front.